to save the world through him. That's the promise of uh, the Christmas gospel, right? That's the promise that you and I have heard this morning from our children to save the world. Let's hear once again the story of the birth of Jesus, this time told from Matthew's perspective. Matthew chapter 1, this is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant with the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife, but he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. So what are we supposed to do with this Christmas message that we've gotten to hear now? What are we, what are we supposed to do with it? Every year you have to, I think, at least once watch this classic film, Charlie Brown's Christmas. I'm not sure if it's Christmas if you haven't watched Charlie Brown's Christmas. Anybody agree with me on that one? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And, and I always enjoy the scene of, of uh, Lucy coming to Schrader and saying, play me Jingle Bells, right? And then, and then Schrader goes, da, 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 da. it's like this beautiful Beethoven version of Jingle Bells. And she says, no, no, I mean Jingle Bells, right? And so then he gets the organ out and he goes, da, 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 da. she says, no, I mean Jingle Bells. And then, so he goes, two fingers, right? Ding, ding, ding. Ding, 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 ding. And she says, yes! That's it. And then Charlie Brown brings that very poor Christmas tree in. The sad, sad Christmas tree. And everybody says, Charlie, now you've done it. We told you to get a good tree, Charlie. That's, that's the poorest tree ever, Charlie. Charlie, You've done some dumb things before, but this time, you've really messed it up. Charlie, can't you do anything right? You're hopeless, Charlie Brown. How's this line go? Completely hopeless. And my heart always breaks for Charlie Brown in that moment. Except that's my life. And maybe it's your life, too. Don't ever send me to the grocery store unless you tell me exactly what you want me to bring home, the exact brand, the price you are willing to pay, the quantity down to the ounce, right? Not, don't say, like, I want the large container. You've got to say you want the 16-ounce container or the 20-ounce container. And, and if I can't find the first brand, then you've got to give me probably a second brand that you want me to buy as well. Because I will inevitably come home with lots of bags of groceries, just all this stuff, and we'll be pulling out all these groceries. Hey, look at this. Isn't this great? Look at this awesome stuff. And then we go over here and say, well, wait, where's this? Where's that? Where's that? Where's that? Can't you do anything right? You're hopeless, Nathaniel, completely hopeless. And maybe for you, it's not the groceries. Maybe it's 
maybe it's the end of the year and you're meeting with your fellow coworkers and your boss and they're all going over and saying, oh, we, we added all of this extra territory or all these extra, this extra work to you this year and you made this many thousands of more dollars, but you didn't do this and you didn't do this and you didn't do this and can't you ever do anything right? It's easy to start asking yourself, can't I do anything good? And then we get this picture today here in this lesson of Joseph. What a guy, huh, Joseph was? He really seemed to do a good thing. And one, uh, one guy likes to comment about Joseph, and he says this about Joseph. He says, um, There are few examples in ancient literature of someone who knowingly raised someone else's child. Fathers in that culture were the dominant figures in a family, not inclined to bend to a woman's needs. Joseph presents a different model. Instead of ruling or presiding, he is serving, he is caring, he is nurturing, he is putting aside his own needs for those of his wife and his baby. What a good guy, huh? And Joseph, God through Joseph, he invites you and I not just to do good things in life, but to actually even be good. And let's discover that real quickly this morning as we look at this Christmas story. See, the thing is, is Joseph really is a good guy. He's a good guy. Um, Joseph came from a great background. In the section just before this one, we hear about Joseph's ancestors, and his ancestors include King David, uh, the governor who brought back the Israelites from exile, the, the one who brought them back to the city of Jerusalem, and probably the guy who started the Sadducees. So he's got this great background. Uh, he was a craftsman or a builder, so he was a hardworking guy. He just worked hard with his hands all the time. And when his family faced danger, he took them into political asylum in another country. Talk about a good guy, right? He's just a, a good guy. And I'm sure that there are more than a few of us who are here this morning saying, you know, I'm doing a lot of good things in my life. Uh, I don't really want to have an encounter with God. I don't really want to meet God this Christmas because things are going pretty good. I'm doing the good stuff. And, and I, don't, I don't need my whole life all messed up with all of this God stuff. You know, I'm doing, doing good. I'm just doing the good things like, like Joseph. And the thing is, is God won't let you say that. God won't let you and, and I say this at all. I mean, you look at me and you probably think, well, hey, there's a, there's a pretty good guy He's probably pretty good, except that I'm a guy who is also maybe 10, 15 years ago has said, you know, I'm not sure if God exists. I might be an atheist. I don't know. And, and I've, you know, of course, like everybody had people say, well, maybe you won't be a very good pastor. I don't think you're going to do very good at your job. But look at what God is doing. I've got people coming to me and saying, I want to get baptized. I've got people coming and saying, I want to profess faith in Jesus as my Savior and Lord. I've got people coming and saying, I want to use my gifts and my time and my energy to serve others because this gospel message is making a difference in people's lives. People from the outside are saying, why are you so generous? We, we see these, all of you wonderful people here at, at Peace, and, and why are you all so generous? You know, and look around and think to yourself, 10 to 15 years ago, how many of you would have been here? How many of you would have, would have even imagined yourself in this place? See, God won't let you get away with just saying, I'm, I'm a good guy. I do mostly good things. 
My life is okay. I don't want to meet God. Joseph, Joseph thought he could just do the good thing. And that good thing was that he would say to his, his wife, hey, I realize that you must love another guy. It breaks my heart to let you go. I'm just going to let you go and, and be with another guy. And we'll do it quietly so we don't have to make a big, big deal out of it. And God said, no. No, you, you need this baby in your life. God said to him, no, you can't do that. He, he put it this way. He said, don't be afraid to take Mary home as your wife. He will save his people from their sins. Right? What you've got with this situation is a situation that's full of blame, that's full of guilt, that's full of isolation and alienation and shame and hurt. I mean, what happens in your family and in my family and in the families that we love when people sleep around, when people talk about getting a divorce? It's, it's shame and it's guilt and it's blame all over the place, isn't it? And God says, he will save his people from his sins. God says to Joseph, don't push away all of this blame. Don't get rid of it. Blame this child. Blame the baby for the whole thing, and then someday you will be more accepted than you ever imagined. God says, don't push away the, the guilt. Let the baby carry the guilt. And then someday you will be more forgiven than you ever thought possible. God says, don't push away the, the alienation. Don't let this whole thing push you apart, right? Rather, let this baby be alienated and isolated and driven away from life. And you will be someday more integrated as a family and as a people than you ever thought possible. All of the things that you thought you needed to push away in life and just do good, don't just do good. Let that baby take all the bad. You know, I bet a lot of you uh, saw this, uh, the, this year the, the new movie uh, or the remake of The Lion King. Did you guys go see the, the, the new Lion King remake? Right, and it opens with this scene where, thank you, that's good, I like that. Let me know. Uh, it opens with a scene where all of the animals are just pouring, right? They're hoarding across the plains to go and see the new baby. And it's this remarkable scene because on the one side, you've got the, the lions and the tigers and the leopards and the cheetahs, and they're all running right next to the zebras and the giraffes. And then over there, you've got the elephants, and then there's the, uh, the, the little bunny rabbits, and everybody is pouring down across the plain to see the new baby. And you think to yourself, wait a second, this shouldn't be, right? Normally, the, the elephants are busy trying to trample the, 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 uh, the, the giraffes and the hyenas and the little rabbits. And normally, the, the lions are busy trying to tear down the zebras, but this whole thing shouldn't be. This king, he's bringing them all together. He's bringing them all, he's putting them all together. Everybody except for one person, Scar. Scar lurks on the side. He hates this baby. Murder fills his heart. He can't stand that, that new baby. 
and he rejects that baby. And darkness and alienation and blame and guilt descend on the land. Everybody hates everybody. Everybody's trying to kill everybody. Everybody is trying to murder everybody else. And there's nothing but fear. Fear everywhere until the baby returns. And that baby takes the shame. That baby takes the blame. He hangs off of that rock. He takes it all. And you watch that, and I realize in that moment, right, that's, that's what this line means. He will save his people from their sins. You and I, we can try to push away the blame and the guilt and the isolation and the fear in our lives. Or we can let that baby take the shame. We can let the baby take the guilt, let the baby take the blame, and discover more freedom, more forgiveness, more acceptance in that baby than we ever thought possible. Don't just do good this year. You and I are a mess. I'm a mess. I'm right there with you. We're a a wreck, and we all know it. Let the baby take the blame. Let him come. Let him die. Let him rise for you. Because that's what good kings do. They take the place of their people that they love so dearly. They don't just do good. They actually make it all good. They make everything be good. Let this baby do that for you this year. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, it's, it's very tempting in, at Christmas to, to just try to do everything well, do it all the good, and, and push away all of the hard stuff of life, the blame and the guilt and the fear that separates us from one another and separates us from you. Let us, let us put that on you and see that you came, you died, and you rose to, to take it all away, to wipe it all out, so that we can truly be good. Everything can be good. New life will rise over our lives. Bring this good to light, Lord Jesus, for the sake of your name. And it's in your name that we pray. Amen. Let's. Uh...